0: Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Um, Personally, I'm a standing order kind of giver. Just make sure
1: that- (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? No, because I've never heard because that.
0: Because no, do, I've you. never heard of order. order. Because I want to make sure that I'm giving frequently, that I've set money aside. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the sound scene. Don't we love it? Um, yeah, so we are back again with Why Did Jesus Have to Come? Part two. Part letter two. Um, so just to kick in, um, what scripture comes to mind? This is a quick round. Who will guess the question right? And um, what scripture comes to mind when you think of why Jesus had to come? John 3.16. Is... 3, yes, oh, i of the, the life. Yes, yes, John 3, got it. I was going to say there is a right answer, and there is. It's John three sixteen. Um, so in Sunday school, we have a memory verse, and um, we had a song to go with it. So I'm going to sing you a song. Um, It's just based off the scripture. It's literally just reading it out. And it sounds like a camp rock song. So if it sticks in your head, that's good. Um, So it goes, For God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world. God sent his son into the world, not to save, not to judge the world, but to save the world through
1: him.
0: Yeah, yeah and it's uh, Camp
2: Rock. Yeah,
0: I so know it's so Camp Rock. I actually camp-rock secretly vibes. wanted to be in Camp Rock, maybe to be Mitchie's friend. Mm. But yeah, um, mm. that was my sort of like living vicariously Curiously Through Them. But the the scripture that sort of summarizes everything is John three sixteen, 16. Um, For God so loved the world um that he gave his, his only son. So, yeah, so God tells us that, the Bible tells us that he did this because he loved us. And because God loved us, he gave. And I was sat on my bed uh, whilst I was planning, and I was like, why why do I have a problem with giving because God gave because he loved it wasn't because he hated or God was like oh they're actually trash let me just
1: dash them something
0: he loved us so much that he gave um, and he wanted to to rescue us from the wages of sin Um. so looking at that scripture why do you think it is important for us as believers to give practically just off the bat? Why do you think it's important for us to give?
2: I think, I think.
1: Ooh, ooh. Go on. We're always no, thinking. Go on, go no, on. no,
2: go for it. Go for it.
1: No, you go. Um. No, you go. Because I'm still... Let me, I've got time to clarify
2: in my head. <laughs> um, I think, you know, the answer that comes to mind straight away is because we're commanded to do so. Yeah. Um, I think it's in Matthew when Jesus says, you know, when you pray, when you fast, when you give, um, do so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is how you do so, basically, do so for the glory of God, Um that's a paraphrase. But he wasn't saying, you know, when you feel like it, um, if the circumstances allow. <laughs> He's saying when. Like there's an there's an assumption there or even a um a clause like saying you're going to do it. And so I think it's it's a it's a commandment, first of all. But I also think that we should give because from because of the source that we give from. Yeah um and i don't know about you guys but giving is easier it's easier when you are when you are close in proximity but also in your mind to god because the lack of giving shows that you don't believe god will provide yeah That's you true. know what i mean when we're when we hold and when we're stingy yeah. it's because we have a fear of um we have a fear that he's not going to provide in the future. Yeah. So we already presume he's not going to provide, he's not going to be good to me in the future. So let me withhold this now so I can store enough for when he doesn't provide. Yeah. Listen, you're not going to say it in those words, but in your mind, that's what you're saying. That's what you're thinking. And even yeah. in your actions as well. Um, yeah, you can call it storing away for a new season or you can call it disbelieving the goodness of God, whichever it is, it's the same thing. It's <laughs> like, the
0: higher posture.
2: We're not saying posture, don't save your money or save your um, resources.
0: We're just saying the so, heart posture towards what God has given to you is very
1: important. Um, Faith, go on. Yeah, I think I think also it's a it's a way of expressing love, right? To mm-hmm. um, so love is to show kindness to people. That even though, oh yes, we we do save and we do want to build for the future, but. You are in need now and I choose to love you now. Um, yeah. And I choose to give up what I want to put away for myself so that you have enough. Um, because I am I am overflowing. I am in a place of overflow. That's why I'm able to save, right? Um, but you are in a place of lack. So where, where I am in plus, you are in minus. And how do we meet each other's needs? By me yes. giving from my place of overflow so that you may have enough. Um, And I think we see this in in the book of Acts where the people got converted to Christianity and then they started selling their belongings so that people would have enough, so that everybody else would have enough. it's an expression of love. It's also expression to show that you know what you have received, knowing like what if I was saying, I know what I have received and what I have is greater than what the world can offer me. And I have Jesus Christ. Um, he saved me. Um, he has he he's going to he has provided and he's going to keep providing. Um and that's why I'm able to give this to you now. Um so I think yeah, it's loving. Yeah. Mm.
2: That's
1: so good. That's so good. Aramade, go on.
3: Yeah. And I was gonna say, um when we when we talk about giving and giving to others, I think it's like perfect imagery for what Christ has done for us. Yeah in terms of he gave his life so that we may live. And when and also, when it comes to giving, it's not necessarily um, monetary things or property. It could be, as a Christian, you putting yourself below and putting someone else in front of you and meeting their needs first, right? Yeah. Um, and that can come in different forms. So if, let's say, I'm having a disagreement with someone, it's me putting my pride aside, um Mm. it's me being willing to actually understand what they have to say and hearing what they have to say not so I can have a rebuttal Mm -hmm. but so that I'm giving them that same grace um so I think you know sometimes you can get we can feel comfortable with certain ways that we give you know when you Mm. go to church you give your tithe and sometimes you don't even think about it so I give my tithe every month and I give my offering and and I go through Mm. my life and that's all I do and after a while the things we give stop costing us
2: yeah um
3: but actually it's it's there are so many other ways that god calls us calls us to give um is it constantly forgiving someone Mm. you know even if you feel like they're always doing something that's wrong but having to extend that mercy because god has extended it towards you and i think it's this kind of mentality of not a mentality but imagery of like the child that follows their father god is constantly giving whether it's his Is his attention his mercy his faithfulness his honesty his voice you know you know showing us secrets that the human mind cannot even comprehend god is constantly giving us things and as his children we do as our father does Mm. and so when we think about giving it's not just monetary it's there's so much more to giving than just than just i guess how we regularly
2: think about giving yeah Yeah. and just just to add as well like I I love that you said that in terms of the imagery of um, a father and a child. And it reminded me of something that I had probably listened to or spoke about someone was speaking to me about. um, And they said, giving is like this. A a father is getting ready to celebrate his birthday. A child comes to the father and says, Dad, can I have some money so that I can get you a gift? And the father says, of course, take the money. Um, And the child receives the money, goes and gets a gift and brings it back to the father and said, Dad, look who I got you, you're not so happy. And the dad is like, thank you. you know? And the child is obviously so oblivious to, to understanding what really happened there because the gift you got him was already his, Do you know what I mean? What you gave to him was uh-huh. already his. You just went to go and repurpose mm. it. You went and to go then, and oh. use it for a substitute, something mm. else. So yeah. when we're thinking about giving, um, we're really coming back to mm. God what he has given to mm. us. Whether that be your time, whether that be your um, money, whether that be anything that he has given to you, wisdom, everything, um, we are bringing back to him what he mm-hmm. has given to us. And when we understand the source of our provision, um, we're able to, to do it with more gratitude and more frequently. I yes. believe. So yeah, you know, give giving is 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 not less. Is given is more than money, but it's not less yeah. than it Yeah.
0: I think yeah. I really liked Ramde's point of sometimes we give so often in a way that is very familiar to us that it doesn't cost us anything, and it's mm-hmm. so important. Like that one took me in my chest because it's like, um, personally, I'm a standing order kind of giver. Just make sure that. <laughs> Why are I you that. laughing?
1: No, because I've never heard because... that. Standing no, order. I do, I've you. never heard that. Because of standing, standing order.
0: order because i want to make sure that i'm giving frequently that i've set money aside no it's good just oh my goodness, i have to explain myself oh my gosh no it's no, it's, good, it's, um, good, it's good but sometimes it's the kind of thing where it's like god wants me to think about why i'm giving and what i'm giving for um and when you take it aside from not just being a monetary thing that you're giving but actually giving your time when she said argument i said hey putting my pride mm. down mm. someone else is having taken on somebody else's opinion and saying what do you want or what do you think and just saying to your inner self be quiet you are not allowed to have an internal dialogue about what is being said because this is honoring to god it's not about you you can tell i'm having an internal battle right now wow. but it's really important it's really really important and it's giving is one of those things where as you guys have said it shows who you belong to as well. Because the world does not give like God gives. The world can't give because the world is inherently very selfish. Um
3: and even when the world gives, it's kind of like
2: I uh, it and it takes away. it away
3: exactly. Yeah. I remember um I don't know whether it's because I've watched too many Nollywood movies, oh. <laughs> but someone was like, you know yes, if it's you asked it. if you asked um <laughs> Satan for a chicken, it would want a cow back yeah." Back and it's kind of this mentality of even when you look in the world even when you go to the bank and you get a loan and it might be interest free for the first year but eventually that interest is going to add up on yeah far, and you're actually going to lose more than than you mm-hmm. received but actually is that the way is it is it yeah i think that's how you say it. yeah you lose more yeah than yeah. yeah, you initially received in the first place but when we when we think about how god calls us to give and how god gives to us it's almost exponential in terms of god is there is no point where it's kind of like god is trying to cheat us out of something yeah. or trick us into there's salvation no small print. it's like i got mm-hmm. you there, there's no small print but what god asks for us is our obedience yeah. literally obedience obedience because we now a live and sacrifice yeah. and so by living sacrifice mm-hmm. you don't live for yourself anymore and so it's like this is a new nation live according to the rules love your god um and be devoted and obviously they seem like tiny little things that you don't until they actually until you actually have to start living it out then you realize that this carries yeah. weight mm-hmm. this does cost you something and i mean but mm, bearing in mind what
0: we're actually paying for do you know like do you know like when when you're in primary school or when you're going on a school trip and your school's like we'll subsidize some things for you so you only have to pay this little amount god subsidized it by a lot let's be honest (laughs) let's be honest we paid one p for a whole eternity (laughs) all he said was yes jesus Let's not lie.
1: And, and you even yeah.
0: yes, Jesus, every and day. Even
1: in that, everything that we now do in response to the call is for our good, right? And you're helping to do
0: it through the Holy Spirit.
1: Honestly. What are we like, doing, please? He he's provided the way to do it. He's given us the yes. means. And it's for our good. It's not even because Oh, I, I'm like this big god, and I, I want you guys to like worship me. No, he says that if you won't worship me, I will raise up the stones to worship me. that like I don't need you like that, you know. But I want you because I love you. Aww. I want you because I created you. So even even when we do say yes, everything that we do in response to the yes is because it's for our good and it's because yeah. we to like what you lady said about giving as well The the danger of of giving um is sometimes then when we we the lines can become blurred right like what Aramide said in terms of we become so used to it you don't even feel it and as some people it can be a case of now I give because I want to look like a giver I want to look good I want to people to say wow you are you're so kind you're so giving you're so generous oh she gives her time she gives her money she's always there she's always all of these things so that people can praise us um but when we give the praise is not for us right it's who has given us the money to give who who provided a job for you to give who provided Who gave you the time (laughs) who was the one that woke you up this morning so you could have time it's God (laughs) Right. It's we'll come up to that God. point later on. My goodness. So all the glory, all the glory, even when we give, should go back to God because he's the one that has provided the means for us to give. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let us quickly
2: move on. Ramadi, go on.
1: And <laughs> I
3: wanted to say, I think there's this weird kind of like juxtaposition of you're wanting to give but you're also wanting to convert at the same time and it's important because sometimes it's easy to convert praise it's easy to convert. you know I'm a giver so that's my personality trait and so people will say oh, she, oh you know what I want to describe Ramaday I want to I want, to, I want them to say giver you know generous um and and we want to not so we can like say oh god thank you for 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 blessing me and gracing me with this with this heart to want to give to others, but so that we can go to our secret place and be so happy with ourselves to say, wow, let me just convert this praise. And, you know, until I receive it, am I affirmed? But rather it's having to, it's really watching ourselves to say, yes, you can be a sacrificial giver, but why are you a sacrificial yeah. giver? Who does the praise go to? When you go to your secret place, who do you give thanks to? Is it so you can rub mm. yourself on the back and say, oh, it is me that did it all. Or, mm-hmm. or do you look unto God and so it's easy to see that even in the midst of doing what is quote unquote good, our heart posture can turn that to sin, um, our heart posture and how we want certain things that are good can actually cause it to to deviate from its intended mm-hmm. purpose um, and it's just so important to be
1: watchful yes. with everything that we do yes. yep. you give when no one's watching
2: yeah, and one thing that and if you don't give sorry this is the thing as well like it can be two sides of the coin so do you give when no one's watching and do you withhold giving um when people are watching because you want it to you want it to look you know super special or super spiritual because I know the bible says don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing so people will be like I'm Mm -hmm. not going to give today because people need to know that you know I'm not really about showing and it's like uh uh-uh Listen, don't don't be so concerned with how people are yeah. gonna perceive your response to the instruction to give. It's fake humility. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
2: That's in, that's in, ah, let's, let's that's another session
0: down. for another day. Yes. <laughs> I like how we're all like <laughs> bring, it <back. laughs> bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back. Why did Jesus have to come? Let's bring it back.
2: Need to come. Let's bring
0: it back. Hallelujah. Um so I've actually been reading um a book recently, um, by Jen Wilkin and um some of you amazing in a yeah, topic, in so the image. and i'm on a section called agape and because um valentine's day is around the corner um do you know what do you know what the way that agape love is yeah the love that god has for us is it's just if someone comes to you with a love less than agape you better just tell them excuse me you need to go back and read your book Learn about agape and then you can come and come and chat to me. Because agape love is very steadfast. Um, and the agape love of God is what he shows towards us. And it's not a, gov- a love that is a merely a feeling um, from one person to another, but it's a love that acts and a love that lavishes itself upon us. And um, Like Aramade said, God's love, I wouldn't even call it exponential because that means that there's something that he's withholding from us. That means that there's greater and there's a greater set of himself that he's withholding. He just loves, he says, this is all of me and I'm giving it to you. He's never withheld anything of himself from us. Um, and it's just for us to to access. We just got to love it. And um, so, yeah, Ife?
2: Yeah, I was going to say just on that point in the book, in his image by Jen Wilkin, she says, you know, um, there is no... The greatest of God is not yet to yeah, come. Mm-hmm. He has already come. S- that, that is to say, he is not aging like fine wine. Yes. Yeah. He is the finest already. It's, a, it's our exposure to him that is constantly mm-hmm. deepening. But for us to know that he has given Ooh. us all of himself through his son and by his spirit is like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Like he, he's not withholding anything. He's saying, listen, this is all of me. If you want to come deeper, there's some things you're going to have to let go of. But this mm. is all of me. Come, mm. come and see, come and taste, mm. come and enjoy, come and dwell, come and stay. Yeah. He's made it all available. He's not waiting um, for something great to happen to give you more yeah. of himself you know actually he's saying this is all of me and if you want more come and get it I think but that's something, gonna cost you something especially
0: that but come and get it we as believers find hard to do um a lot of the times we spoke about this last week at the seed actually um firstly we we cheapen the gospel by putting our own circumstance in there not seeing the bigger goal um which is Jesus
2: okay pause Stop it. Say it again. Stop, Stop it. it. Stop it. Lisa, that's the word. Just <laughs> oh, repeat. I don't word. know what I said, but I'll go back to,
0: along the lines of we cheapen the gospel by putting ourselves <laughs> in there. We cheapen the gospel. And, when we, and forgetting hey. that the, the mm. actual reward and prize is Christ. Hey. Like, the hope <laughs> that is set before us is Jesus Christ. It's not a home. It's not a husband. It's not a job. Oh, yeah, no, no,
2: no. So
0: when you're reading that scripture, it's just like it says in the word that God is greater to come, <laughs> the, the promise is coming. The promise is Jesus. Please behave yourself. Um, and the promise is Jesus. Huh. He is the end. I think sometimes we wait for the greater thing to come. Like when Jesus did um, the wedding in Canaan, when he's like the greater, and um, they often wait until people are drunk before they bring out the the worst of the wine so that people yeah. can't really tell. Yeah. But you brought out the best. At the end, God brings the best all the way through. He bit, And it's very strange for us because as human beings, we, we've got a very works mentality. Like we work towards what we want to get and what we want to achieve, not realizing that there is nothing better than Jesus. So you better settle down and actually say to God, God, I've heard in your word that you're greater than all You are all, you have no rival. So God, show me yourself. This isn't going higher. This is going deeper. This is going deeper. This is getting to know someone. This is getting to know him who has saved you and set you apart and all of the above. He is the one that we want to know. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, do you know when you have siblings mm. and you're around them constantly because they're younger, sometimes they're annoying and you're like, oh, you get to know them. But it's only when they get to a certain age and you're like, wow, they have a personality. Wow, they're actually funny. Wow. I know I'm, I'm going through that. I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> you're, actually, you're, actually quite, you're actually quite fun. We'd actually be friends if we were age mates. Um, and that's the thing yeah. with God. Like, I think we've, <laughs> we've, we've <laughs> grown accustomed <laughs> to living with God, but not actually getting to know him. Until we read the Bible one day, you're just like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is sweet. Um, and you try to do it mm-hmm. again, but actually it's getting to know God and having mm-hmm. a relationship with him because he's as good as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. I will tell you for free that when you get to heaven, he's going to be there. Yes. There isn't a greater God. Yes. There isn't a God 2.0. There isn't a hidden God that's like, oh, welcome to heaven. Mm-hmm. Or
3: like a second oh, edition, like the
2: updated is not, version, where This is, heaven not, heaven is, like, this is Jesus, this is, is the beta version. Yeah, in no, heaven, is the real is one. That, that. I'm, I'm still on that point that Lisa mentioned about how we make the gospel about us because I think sometimes we read the Bible about you know the promise is coming and we think to ourselves, Yes, you know, yeah. that dream, that job is coming, that car is coming, that you know, um, that situation is going to get fixed, and yeah. it may do, it may get better. But when you begin to use the gospel as um, a fix for the things you lack, it's no longer yeah. the, the gospel, right? It becomes like witchcraft. <laughs> we it's just want book. to use it. It's a tool book. It, it, it becomes like witchcraft. We just want to say yep. some cantation, yep. and receive the things that we lack for. But as Lisa said, listen, the scriptures reveal yes. a person. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. That person is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And we are called to know him, to know him deeply, to love yes. him deeply, and to make him known. So we need to be careful when we say things like, you know, or when we try and put our circumstances in the gospel and say, you know, yeah, Jesus came so that I don't have to live a hard life. Oh, please. Isn't, isn't it not the same one that said, mm-hmm. in this world, you will have trouble. Oh, to take a out? i and overcome the world. He even prayed to God and he said, he prayed to God, he said, don't take mm-hmm. them out of the world. Keep them in it, but surround them <laughs> surround them in it. So don't come here trying to say that God came to free to have an easy life. No. No, not prom- at all. He promises to be yes. with you in the journey.
3: He not even in take again, it away.
2: No. Did Jesus have an easy life? You he know? cried! Did, 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 he, did he say, I can't come and kill myself? Honestly. He actually went to go and kill himself. No. Can you imagine? He let
1: us kill him.
2: Can you imagine? He let us kill him. Yeah. He let the wrath of God mm. be poured out over him so that we can be reconciled mm. back to God. Don't come out here and say, you know Jesus did not come and die so I can have Um, a hard life
0: it says it says we're all in this together it says in Lamentations 3 verse yeah 22 okay so um, the faithful love of God of the Lord never ends his mercies never cease great is his faithfulness his mercies begin afresh each morning I say to myself the Lord is my inheritance therefore I hope in him the Lord is my inheritance. It's the NLT. Yo, which translation is that, yo? It's very it's, nice, isn't it? It's very sweet. Oh, it's um, the Lord is my inheritance, so I hope it. in him. It's not my job. Is my inheritance?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not this relationship. Is my inheritance? The Lord is my inheritance. I think the depths of that. Mm. I don't mm. think we we fully understood that as believers, because I think if we did, we'd live very different lives. The Lord is my inheritance. He is. He is my all in all. He is my my reason for getting up. He is my reason for sleeping. He's my reason for serving my family. He's my reason for being uh, and having integrity at my job and working with excellence. He is my reason. The Lord is my inheritance. He's all that I have. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Everything else is an added bonus that He gives. But I think it's very it's very easy for us to have things not go well in life, especially now with the things with COVID and lockdown and all that stuff, it seems like many things are an injustice, um, Mm -hmm. taking away our freedoms. But in God, that's never been removed. You are still the same person in him. He's your inheritance. You have every single thing that you need in him. And that is the amazing thing. Yeah, he's enough. Yeah,
2: he's enough. And I think that's why we have so many songs that talk about being satisfied in God, because, you know, that call is not just for a season. We are called to be satisfied and find an inheritance in him for the rest of our lives. Even when good things come, they're still not God. You know, even when great things are happening and people are getting saved, they're still not God. So I think we need to remind ourselves that, listen, Jesus, is enough and anytime we haven't believed that we need to now realign ourselves to the truth of that that is found in his word he's my inheritance he's my
1: portion and he is enough and he it reminds, reminds me of, of, um, of psalm 73 and here the psalmist goes through this whole up and down of why is it that people that don't know you that don't love you um are doing well they're striving they're Mm. achieving they're becoming and all of these things and all these unbelievers are being successful um and then he ends the psalm by saying whom have i in heaven but you but there is nothing on earth that i desire besides you my flesh and my heart may fail but god is the strength of my heart my portion forever and like when ah my portion my you know when you portion out food like God is my own portion, portion and he is my brother. portion forever, my for mm. life, for eternity. Mm. And that's only if we are able to see that. That's only if we're able to see that he's the only one that we have. He's the only one that we need. He's the only one that we require. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Truly, he's mm. the water, right? That we're always yeah. going to need and we're always
0: going to be satisfied by. I I'd, I'd absolutely love that because... Yeah then that gives a substance to our worship. Our worship is never going to be based on circumstance because if you look to the wind, you Mm. best believe you will not open your mouth and say, thank you, Lord. You really won't.
2: I thought that was a song, Lisa. It sounded like a song. If you look to the wind. (laughs) It's coming, the
0: anointing. Um, (laughs) No, really and truly. Because I, I know for myself, like you make plans, plans don't work. You try things, things don't work. And you're just like, what's even the point? Why do I even have a God if nothing is working? Um, but like Faith read, he is our portion forever. No one can ever take that away. We need to yeah. hold onto that. Our boast and our delight is to be yeah. in the Lord. And I think the deep, the depths of the riches that he has for us is found in him. He's like, hey, come and have more of myself. Mm-hmm. Come and let me feed you. Come and let me show you more of myself. And that is where the deepest delight comes mm. from, really and truly. It's not in circumstance. It's not in getting things and, I don't know, rejoicing in things that come and maybe things that leave. But actually, in him, mm. that is the most important. And that's what's going to last forever. It's the world that overflows because he never ends. He was at the beginning of the eternity and he will surely be at the end of it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's more of him to know, and there's yeah. more of him to really delve into. Me, I'm not a swimmer. Um, personally speaking, I don't believe I float. I tried it once in year three. I tried Indeed. it once in year three, and my ears were sinking. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm not Try trying again. it again. Right?
1: Okay. She said, that. "I don't float." Um,
0: but going again. back to the analogy, if um, your the diving analogy that you made in um the previous podcast. When you are going into God, like it just is like a never-ending, um, a bottomless pool, there's just more of him, mm-hmm. there's just more of him, and there's more delight to be found in him. and sometimes when you get to a certain level, you're just like, "Whoa, God! Mm-hmm. So we're going deeper, you expect me to praise you, even though it doesn't look like it's a praiseable situation, because you don't praise God based on what you see, but you praise God on, based on who He is. yes. You praise God based on who he is. And he's,
2: That's it. And he doesn't change. He like He's, gonna, he's always going to be who he is, yes. even in your lack. He's always going to be who he is, even in the times that you are rejoicing. You're like, oh, yeah. life is going good. Listen, he's always going to be who he is. And I think sometimes people are listening to this, like, oh, that sounds yeah. a bit self-centered. Like, it like, sounds a bit egotistical. No. no, it doesn't. To be egotistical is to, to have a high view of yourself. Yeah. What high view of God can God have of himself it's, that is not There's not high? a word
0: to describe his highness. He's the
2: highest it's, view. He, like, he, he is the highest view. <laughs> he is, honestly. <laughs> higher he than birth, the Listen, As higher than so. Bers Khalifa, <laughs> higher than the Hilton, higher than the tallest building in the world. Yeah, He's even it. higher than that. So he, 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 we can't say, oh, you know, that sounds a bit self-centered and egotistical because he can't have a high view of, of himself that is already high. Oh, He's yeah. already high. So... Where, where higher can you go? And even in your mind, if you're thinking about something high, he's higher than that. If you think about something mm, higher, yes. he's higher than that. So yeah. whatever that you can comprehend in your mind yeah. is higher than that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just, God is good. Just, I just want to Yeah, God, God is God good. Right Let's now. just have yeah, a praise
0: break. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you're high. Even in the worst of days, yes. God, you stay the same. That's the one thing that we can do. It's yes. just to praise him, even oh, from God. our place of not seeing. Because... I need God to be who he is. I do not need God to be who I think oh, he is. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can we say that again? Imagine. Uncompromising. uncompromising. <laughs> Imagine is. My prayer is God. God. <laughs> God. Just be the God. Be God.
2: Oh, be God, please. Oh, be the oh. God you are to me. Listen, we rewind that because we rewind that because oh, we be thinking man. God's God will be faithful to fulfill our own promises because of I what don't we need want it. and what I we do, do need no, 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 no. My understanding no. is small. Listen, I was reading. Boris is already changing everything. Please, go ahead. <laughs> <to anything. laughs> I'm tired. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I'm oh glad my he goodness, stays I was the
0: reading the story of Joseph last week. And um, do you know, like, Joseph had dreams and all that good stuff. And... When his brothers did all the shenanigans to him and God really elevated him, he said to his brothers, mate, it wasn't you that sent me here. God is the one that sent me here ahead of yourself to preserve a remnant for yourself. I said, what? God's plan wasn't just so that Joseph could boast in his own skills and be like, I'm a dreamer. And his brothers be like, we killed him. But no, God came to make a way, (laughs) not for Joseph but for a remnant to come so that Mm -hmm. there would be preservation on the earth. God's plan was so much greater. We need God to be who he is. Straight Straight up reminds reminds me Um, of. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say not in our linear thoughts of what our lives should be or what our plans are, because God is sovereign and he's an amazing orchestrator of things that even in the crappiest of situations, His plans and purposes are still fulfilled in our lives. And that is what we rely on. We rely on his faithfulness, not to do what we want, but to be who he is.
1: Mm. And uh, we would give you the
2: glory, God. um,
1: John 1 In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Um, the, The lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. Like everything was planned from the very beginning. Um, we were not a backup plan. Um, us sitting here was not an accident. It was not an afterthought. It was not a, oh, it would be nice. No, it was intentional.
0: Yeah, it
1: was planned. It was make. It was conceived from oh, love. True. You know, like it was birthed out of a place of love, um, because Jesus was at the beginning. Jesus was at the very start. He was there when we were created, and. God put him out on this earth so that we could be there with them um, yeah. in eternity. So nothing is an accident. Oh, don't we just love God? We can actually go on for like
0: another three hours, but we won't. Um, I'm just so in awe of Jesus right now. If you're listening right now, just begin to thank god in your heart and in your mind just be like god thank you that you are who you are um, and as you're doing that we're doing that with you best believe my heart is going go because of how good god is um, but yeah we hope you <laughs> enjoyed this so much just praise god keep your eyes focused on him and we will catch you on the next one bye, bye. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.